Welcome to the What I Love About You podcast. I want to tell you three things that I love about you. I love about your smile. You love my smile? I love your smile. (laughs) I love your laugh. You have a contagious and amazing laugh. I love your beautiful singing voice. Welcome to episode 11 of the What I Love About You podcast. I am so excited to be able to say that we have 10 episodes on this podcast as when I was researching and kind of trying to decide if I was going to do a podcast, so many things I found said most podcasts don't even make it to 10 episodes and we've made it and we're going to keep going and I have some incredible, incredible things planned for the next couple months. There will be a new episode each Thursday as always. I'm really wanting to add in some pop-up episodes a couple other days a week in the next few months and I have some amazing guests lined up. So make sure you've subscribed so that you can get notified when those episodes are ready to go. And then please don't feel bad. If you miss a few weeks and you want to kind of jump back in or read through the descriptions and just decide which one sounds interesting to you, this is not, if you're new to the podcast world, do not feel like this is something where you've got to listen to every single one or it's something that really builds upon each other. Because in all reality, so many of these episodes, you know, we're discussing life-giving words, and that's the whole point of the What I Love About You podcast is the power and the gift that we have in our words, and I want to share with you some things that I love about you and some things that are universally true about all people, and then as I get to bring friends on the podcast, I get to share with them what I love about them. When I started listening to podcasts back in the beginning of 2019, one thing I noticed was these people would come on and be interviewed and kind of pour their heart and soul out. And I thought, man, I just want to like reach through and, and tell them. I want to I wanna be able to talk to them and sit down with them and tell them the way God's using them and, and to build them up. And I know so often when you're sharing from your heart and being vulnerable, it can be very lonely and it can feel like you're giving a whole lot and not necessarily always getting back. So when I do have guests on this podcast, I always want to take some time at the end to pour back into them, to point out what I see in them, not because I'm the end all be all or my words carry more weight, but just because it's things that I I want to be said and I want them to hear. And if God uses me to say it and encourage them, great. If God has used something that I have said to encourage you, that's fantastic. I'm so thankful that you're listening. I'm so excited for the future, and I just can't wait to share so many exciting things. But for episode 11, I really wanted to share something that I've been learning more recently. Sometimes I share things that God really kind of taught me or reminded me of, a while back, even a few months ago, but this has been something in the last couple months that really has changed so much about the way that I function, about my thought process, um, I, all around. It's just changed my life, and that is the idea of celebration. Now, before you kind of go, okay, what what are you celebrating specifically? I'm not necessarily talking about one thing. I want you to be able to apply this to wherever you might be. And what I love about you is that we're also different. You have specific things that you can celebrate. And so I don't want to take away from that. I'm going to give you some examples of my own life. But really the point of this is I want you to see 
that you have things to celebrate. What I love about you is that you can celebrate. And I think so often we get caught up in the negativity or comparison or what we don't have that we don't even recognize what we have right in front of us that is worth celebrating, is worth being joyful and being excited about. So when you're thinking about your life and when you're thinking about what you have to celebrate, I want you to take a second and just make a list in your mind. Maybe if, you, if you're like me and you have a million notebooks, grab a notebook and write down some things that you could celebrate about 2020. I know that this year has been so hard in so many different ways. I know that it has looked totally different than any of us expected. And I know that it's probably going to continue to look very different than we expect. And there's a lot of unknowns and there's been a lot of heartbreak. Um, episode two, I got to share with you about a dear friend that passed away unexpectedly, and we still haven't been able to celebrate her life because of the pandemic and everything going on and all the different you know rules and, and wanting to keep people safe. And so I recognize that when I say there's so much to celebrate in 2020, there's also been a lot of pain, a lot of loss, and a lot of really hard things that we've walked through. So when I say there are things to celebrate, it is not to negate the reality that this has been a tough year, but it's to say, hey, what can we do about it? What will make us better moving forward? And I believe if we stop for a second and just recognize the gifts that we have in our lives and put words to them and celebrate and be thankful for them and joyful and excited about what we have to celebrate, it can change everything. The main area where I've seen this, seen this be true is when it comes to my body, my life, my nutrition, my fitness, my life physically. Um, there's so many areas that we can celebrate, but I decided in the beginning of May to really try to change my mindset when it came to exercise and nutrition and health. Um, I had four babies in just under five years, and I won't say that that took a toll on my body in a negative way, but it definitely impacted my body and impacted my appearance and the way I felt physically. Um, and so in an effort to really be the healthiest and best be that I can be not striving for a specific number or size or trying to compare myself, but just wanting to be the healthiest that I can be. For the last few years, I've really been putting in effort when it comes to exercise and working out and my nutrition, what I'm eating. And I found that I keep kind of hitting these roadblocks, these, these just walls of not being able to move forward and if anything, getting knocked down. And one thing that I noticed was it kind of centered around was feeling really discouraged and feeling like I'm not where I should be. A lot of shame. I'm not, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I used to be. I'm not where I should be. And when I stopped to recognize that, how, how am I going about this? What is my thought process? I realized so much of my thought process came from a place of punishment, came from a place of you need to do this because you've made so many mistakes. You can't eat that. You have to work out. You need to burn this many calories. You need to close all your rings on your Apple watch. But it wasn't from a place of celebration. It was from a place of punishment and a place of negativity. So the beginning of May, I decided to just try something. After over two years of wearing an Apple watch, so much so that I had forever 
horrible tan lines on my wrist. I actually had to get a spray tan for my sister's wedding partially because of this horrendous watch tan line. I wore my Apple watch religiously every day, pretty much. And I became very fixated on closing all the rings. Um, it was never enough. If I closed the rings, then I wanted to burn a hundred more calories the next week. And then I got to the place at the beginning of this year where if I did not burn a thousand calories a day, I felt like a failure and I would be so cruel to myself and just beat myself up. So I decided the beginning of May, it was a new month. I had just recently turned 30. It was a new decade for me and I wanted to try something. And so I decided I was going to stop wearing my Apple watch, stop focusing on numbers, stop focusing on the amount of time that I'm working out or the distance that I'm able to run or the speed that I'm going stop tracking all the things. And it's really started in the area of fitness first in the month of May. And for me, I decided that I was going to view every single workout, every single opportunity to move my body and exercise as a celebration. And this is really when this idea of, I want to celebrate life. I want to celebrate the gift of movement. And this happened, actually, this kind of thought process began when I was on my last run with my Apple watch and I just felt so defeated and discouraged because I didn't run as long as I had ran the last time and I just didn't, wasn't feeling very well and really wanted to quit. And I ran past a lady walking in her with a walker and she said, Oh, I wish I could do that. And I started to think, when is the last time that I viewed what my body is capable of and what I can do as a gift, as something to be celebrated? So I began this process of, I'm no longer going to view workouts as a way of punishing myself, or I ate this, so I've got to work out this hard and for this long and, and really punish myself. But I'm going to view it as a celebration. And while I'm working out, I'm going to be thankful that I can move my body. I'm going to be thankful that I can run. And I'm going to be thankful that I can see all that's around me. I'm going to be thankful for muscles that allow me to lift weights and for coordination that allows me to jump rope. It was a struggle, y'all. I just recently got to a place where I could jump rope. It has been something for over a year that I've just kept on doing. And when I first picked up a jump rope about a year ago, I was able to one jump, stop, one jump, stop. And I just made up my goal. I was going to do 20 every day. And now I jump rope. Usually I work it into my workouts and I'm doing much more than that. And I don't want to get back to numbers, but I want to remind you that you can do things that right now you feel like you can't, but the best way to achieve new goals is to do it in a positive light and through celebration. I think so many people are turned off from living their best life and being active and healthy because they think it's going to be miserable because so many people that are quote unquote, you know, the epitome of health or quote unquote active seem miserable. They seem like if they don't work out, they're going to beat themselves up. If they don't eat right, then they're just going to have to work out even harder. And it's this, it's this place of punishment. Now I know a ton of people that are inspirational and get this right and inspire me and encourage me in the area of celebrating my body, celebrating what I can do. But there's also a lot of people out there that make this a thing of punishment and shame and a huge comparison trap. So in the beginning of May, I began 
really in the area of fitness and exercise focusing on celebration. And then at the beginning of June, I decided that I was going to do a round of Whole30. If you're not familiar with Whole30, it is an eating plan where for 30 days you cut out a lot of um, common allergies, processed sugar, grains, dairy. This is the fourth or fifth time I've done it. Typically, I do it about every six months. I love to start the year with a round of Whole30 just to kind of detox my body. And then I usually do it sometime in the middle of the year, maybe the fall. So I decided to do this June 1st. And when I began, I really wanted this time to be different than the times in the past. In the past, when I would cut out the food, it was a very, you know, that stuff is horrible for me and I shouldn't be eating it. And it came from a place of, again, punishment and just regret and shame. This time, I really wanted to say, I'm going to take 30 days to tune into my body and to really feed it food that I know makes it feel really good, that will fuel it well so I can do those workouts and celebrate my body being able to move and I'll feel at my best. And I'm just going to listen to what, when I reintroduce different foods at the end of that 30 days, what makes me feel good and what doesn't make me feel so good. And there will still be times when I choose to eat things that aren't going to make me feel amazing, but I want to, a majority of the time, eat foods that are going to leave me feeling at my best, but it's out of a, a place of celebration. Again, I really decided in the month of June that I wanted to celebrate getting to fuel my body with good foods that God created so many different plants and vegetables and fruits and even gave us the gift of meat. Now, if you're a vegan, listen, I fully respect you and support that choice. I'm not there yet. Maybe one day. And I know there's some benefits and I've, I've heard some great things from my friends that are vegans, but your girl loves bacon. Okay. And I, I, I need you to still love me, even though I love bacon, but in this process, I was cutting up some fruit one day and I literally found myself saying, God, thank you so much that I am able to buy healthy food, that I know what makes my body feel good and that I have access to it. In 30 years of my life, I have never thought to stop and thank God for access to healthy food. But when you begin this, this thought process of celebrating and positivity and, and viewing things as the gift that they are, it just flows into every area of life. Now, it's so important to me that you know that this is not my natural tendency. This is something that has honestly taken a supernatural God to step into my life and to help me understand the areas where I was being negative, where I was being controlled, where I was using shame and guilt and punishment to dictate my life. This is not who I was even a few months ago. So if you listen and go, wow, she thanks God for the fruit that she eats. Good grief. I'm, no, this is not a comparison <laughs> at all. And this is not something that I just, you know, magically arrived to. This has been a journey. And I know there's still going to be days where I struggle and I get it wrong. But what I want you to hear today from this episode is that you can celebrate right where you are. Celebrate the little things. Nothing is too small to be celebrated. And when you begin to celebrate things in your own life, it becomes easier to celebrate others. It becomes easier to become a cheerleader for others and use our life-giving words as the gift that they are to others. I've talked so much about the power of our words to ourselves and to others, but it's really got to start with us. It's really got to start in our own lives 
we begin treating ourselves the way we hope to treat other people, thinking about ourselves the way we want to think about other people, and everything flows from that. Everything starts there. So it is my hope and prayer that you will begin to celebrate. You will begin to notice the things that you have to be grateful for. There's all kinds of gratitude journals and people that talk about starting your day with gratitude, and and that's huge, and that's a game changer. But as you go throughout your day, cheer yourself on. Have a little cheerleading party dance for yourself when you do something that maybe you wouldn't have done a month ago. Carve out 30 minutes just to move your body. And while you're going for the walk or going for the run or bike ride or whatever you're doing, doing push-ups, celebrate that you're able to do it. I promise you, your body will begin to feed off of that positivity and it will change everything. Again, what I love about you, yes, you, right where you are, as messed up or broken or imperfect as you may feel, I'm right there with you, but you can celebrate and you have so much to celebrate. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. It still feels really new. I know that it may not seem new, but it still feels new to me. It's still so much of a dream becoming a reality, and I'm so thankful that you're a part of this. I would love for you to leave a review, let me know your thoughts, and then subscribe. Every single Thursday, there's a new episode. So check back next week. I cannot wait to share more life-giving words with you as God speaks them to me and as others speak them to me. I want you to get to hear them. So check back next week, and I would love to connect on Instagram. You can find me at Kaylee Oser, K-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H-O-S-E-R. Have a great day.